Welcome. Welcome back to my podcast. I am your host, 24. This is 24's podcast. You can find this beautiful podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find this beautiful podcast. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be playing Need for Speed Payback. You may be asking me, <laughs> 24. I thought we were going to be talking about sports. We're going to be talking about sports. We're also going to be talking about and playing Need for Speed Payback. I got a lot of stuff to do. It's midnight right now. I had two Gatorades. Got a bottle of water right next to me. Very, very excited to get this podcast going, moving and grooving. After Need for Speed and during Need for Speed Payback, Antonio Brown, he's not showing up to practice. Why? We'll get into that in a second. Got the Vikings-Seattle game, some stuff that I noticed from that game. Also, we'll talk about Dak and Zeke. Later on in the podcast. But first. Been playing a whole lot of Need for Speed Payback. And uh, let me let me turn down the speech. Let me do all that stuff. All right, we're good. You're only pretty much going to hear the car. And you're really only going to hear maybe some collision. So I've been... I've been playing a whole lot of Need for Speed Payback, making sure I can get my uh, my my guys, my characters going. I still have a couple more hours of the single player campaign, which uh, it's a it's. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's getting tough. <laughs> it's get, it's getting real tough. Uh, I, I I love the customization. I love playing the game. I have a sick. I I bought us. I treated myself. You know, you gotta treat yourself when you're in the game, right? Gotta treat yourself. I got this beautiful new Ari, Audi, what's it called? The Audi R8 V10 Plus. Bought that bad boy for myself. Decided, you know what? I need another car. I have the Paul Walker Skyline. I think I got the uh, the car that everyone has. It's the car that, that, uh, that uh, what's his name? Roman Atlet, Atwood, he has in real life. Bought that car, then I got an Audi. Why did I get all those cars? Because I can. That's why. I also bought a, Le- uh, a Lamborghini Diablo VT, but I sold it because I didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. What do I got in in, in this bad boy? I got the uh, the new Audi, the R8. Jesus Christ, computer, calm down. We're how? Hold on, my computer is 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 running laps right now, and I'm like, bro. We're just getting started in an hour-long podcast. You can't be already gassed. You can't be going hard. Hold on, let me let me close down some applications. Let me make it easier on my p on my not my PC. This is this is a freaking MacBook. What are you doing? Twenty four. Twenty four. It's a MacBook. Okay, so there's there's no way. I think Elgato is definitely causing. Yeah, it's it's eating up a lot of my uh, my storage here. I don't really know how to fix that. Mm, we'll see. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see with Need for Speed Payback. We'll see how long we can keep it up. I don't want it need. I don't want my uh, my computer to just be running laps when I'm, you know, when I'm on OBS. It will run laps just based off of OBS. But it's like if it's already gonna be running laps, it's too much. Too much strain. I'm gonna close down this. Close down this. 
All right, that's pretty much all I can close before I, I you know, stuff is, well, God damn it, I closed Safari, and I'm like, I had, I don't know why, I'm not thinking properly. A little bit flustered here. I have two articles, technically it's like three, and I have a YouTube video to show off. I may not have to pay Need for Speed. Dog, nab it. That sucks. If it, hold on, let me mute this. I'm gonna have to sit through an ad. If it doesn't, if my computer, seriously, if my computer, if it doesn't like stop going this hard in the gym, man, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to stop playing Need for Speed. All right, but we'll see, you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Man, I love PCs that don't have to deal with this. I've never even had one, never even had one before. So, sorry about that. Sorry if you can hear my uh, my fan. It's just something that we're gonna have to get used to. I'm already used to the fan, but it's more than usual, right? So, I got myself the Audi for Tyler, the new, Ty the new Audi. It's a level 288. I haven't done anything to it. I, you know, I have a lot of other stuff to do. It's an Audi R8 V10 Plus. It's like midnight right now, so I kind of want to get the podcast done. I also have a video to kind of like polish up and release today. So I, but I also wanted to get the podcast done and play the game. So maybe we'll see something. We'll, we'll get it done. Pretty much, this is a stock version of the of the car. It's it has like a level t uh, level twelve, I think, stock parts. Again, there's nothing in it. It's not even a level three hundred. We'll get that up later on. Um, I what what does that guy have? Mac has the Porsche. I hate how you can't like how you have to select a car to be able to go in and tune everything. Like you have to select it and then it's like a mini loading screen and I wish you could just interact with the car. But uh, what's his name? Marcus has the uh, the Porsche Cayman GT4. He also has a Dodge Charger. I had to do a lot of off off-road racing today. It frustrated the crap out of me. This charger, by the way, has a one that has 1,013 horsepower. This thing is a monster. And I was getting smoked today off-road. I, I was like, I'm, I'm driving as fast as I can. I have it pretty much. What, what's it? What's it right now? It's not maxed out. It's uh, It's like a 307 right now. So it's not like, it has a lot of like 11 parts, but I'm not spending any more doggone money or time with not money but um any more like parts on this car i just cannot i don't i'm, I'm so sick and tired of off-road and i hate how constant you have to just have a bunch of cars like i'm i have to get a drag car pretty much after a new drag car then invest some time and money into it not time but um cards and you can't transfer the cards so that's a pain in the ass to deal with. But I have the Nissan GTR Premium. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. It may just, I mean, yeah, it's it's gutted. No, it's not gutted. I still have all the parts for it. The cards. But do I wanna use it though? That's a good question. I also have uh, the Mustang. Where is it? Okay, so my computer, for some weird reason, it was like, going stupidly fast at the beginning now it's kind of like kind of going back down i was i was a little bit worried i was like that's not good 
Also, the Nissan Skyline GTR V Spec 1990 edition, 1999 edition. It's pretty much Paul Walker's car in Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious 2. I love that car. Love driving it. Love the look. Love the aesthetic. I love the I love the Nissan cars that I have. The the Nissan Skyline. The Nissan. Uh, what's it called? I think it, here it is. The GTR Premium. I love the, the Nissan cars that I have, but it's like. I only drive racing cars, like race cars. I, I I don't like the feeling of all of the other cars, pretty much outside of drift. And even then, like the drift cars are kind of like, they're very, very weird when it comes to literally everything. So I'm just making sure I gutted all of these cars and I have um, everything, like all of their tokens and stuff like that gone before I continue on. Huh. Oh, actually I need this car. This is the This is my only drift car. Oh my god, I hate this game so I I've I've been playing this game so much and I'm pretty much at end game. Um I have everything that you could possibly want when it comes to cars. I have five runner cars and I Why do I have so many runner cars? I have five I have five of these things. Why do I have so many car parts? Okay, so I have the Mustang, so I'm just gonna sell everything. I'm gonna put everything I'm gonna get my stocks so that way I can get some of these car card uh, what is it what's it called card packs whatever I'm sorry if you don't know anything about need for speed payback EA decided let's implement this really really cool system where the player has to roll for card for car parts and this thing called like it's pretty much a pachinko machine I don't know like they did it for money and you can't use the same cards on different cars, which I mean, it's just it's just so much fun to have to do that because now you constantly have to scrounge around for card parts, all for car parts. And I'm just trying to like get rid of all of these cards, resell them back so I can get more like tokens to put into the slot machine. So that way I can get more, uh, more chances at being able to get the perks and the cars, the cards that I want to. It's a giant pain in the ass to deal with. But that's their that's their scheme. That's their whole monetary system. It's like, all right, we're going to pretty much just make it just this obnoxious, this, this chore to play our game and go through our progression. But I do like some aspects of it. I like that I can pretty much drive a car that's not a supercar and beat other supercars with it. I, I love that. So the Audi is pretty much going to be the uh, the car that I that I play in the end of the game, but I have I have to I have to invest so much money into this drag car because I don't have a new I, I pretty much haven't used and played the drag event pretty much since the beginning of the game, so I need to buy a new car and then spend tokens on it. And then I'm probably just gonna have one go around. It's probably not gonna be a specific customization. I cannot Wait for you to see this customized Audi R8 V10 Plus. This thing, man. Whew, man. This thing, I got it looking. I got this thing looking sweet, man. I don't know who created this thing, but one of my favorite things on, on, on like cars in general is really, really cool designs, and there's this dope design with this zombie, this hot zombie girl on it. It has this pink and, and neon blue 
like 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 kind of two-faced colorway on it it has chidori on the back of it it has kanji on the top and on you know the sides of it and it has these die it's a dope dope car and then i got it pimped 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 out i had to say it three times just in case you didn't know if it was or was not pimped out let me make sure the microphone's microphone's set up straight i heard myself i by the way i heard like all of the audio yesterday and i was like i was pretty displeased at certain ranges the microphone wasn't picking me up as strong so i want to make sure that that doesn't happen this podcast but i got i put in like the neon blue underglow that's looking whew, man it's looking crispy and then i didn't know that um how how much the smoke would impact how much how like how the smoke interacts with your car i thought it's like all right only when you're when you're tires are essentially um like only when you're like burning rubber like when you're doing something like this you know when you have the brake and the gas going at the same time i was like okay that's the only time when it's going to be playing but this but the smoke appears when you're drifting as well so i was drifting and i saw this pink smoke and i was like woof i can't wait to drive this thing on the street man but it's not ready yet it's not ready yet it's going 140 right now. It's it, comparatively to literally all of my other cars. It's 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 very very slow. But I can't wait to get this thing actually customized. Hold on, I always forget to mess with the downforce and the steering. I always like to set the steering on high and the downforce on low as well, so that way I can get a higher a higher top speed and a higher acceleration so there you go yeah now it actually feels like a car that i can drive but i was playing that stupid like that stupid off-road event and i absolutely hated it i don't know why like you know it's like i don't know why they put that event in the game i really really don't it's it's just this god awful thing I'm gonna try and beat this speed trap. I gotta go 160. Again, in all of my, ah, uh, yeah, I didn't get it. In all of my other cars, I would have been able to have beaten that, but in this car, it, it's just too slow. It, it, it's, it doesn't have any upgrades. Where the devil am I going? Okay, I'm close. So I got to, I gotta, I gotta race offline, or not offline, but off-road, which I'm not happy about at all. I gotta continue with the races. They better not put off-road in the next in the, in the next Event in the next game man. I'm, I'm gonna be so pissed off if they do they're gonna ruin the game doing that shit It sucks. It It's the worst thing ever. It's the worst Event ever every single time I think about off-road driving. I'm like, oh my god, not another off-road event Not another one and they give it me another one. They always give you another one and it's like this time they, they were like, you know what? Instead of having, like, three off-road events, we're gonna give you six. Six! I'm like, why are, you try why are you trying to make me not have fun with the game? You know? I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. But, you know, can you not kill me? Oh, I'm I am I going the right way? For some weird reason, yes, I am. I'm like, I'm going away from the event, but I'll, I'll turn around in a second. That's what the map is telling me. I'm like... You're killing me. 
Who's the I don't have the game case. I bought it. I this is the first game that I've pretty much well, yeah. This is the first full AAA developed game that I've purchased online on the PSN store um, for my PS4. Usually I get free games via PlayStation Plus, but this game I'm like, you know what? It's nine dollars via the summer day sale. It's really really cheap right now. Let me go ahead and get it. I'm getting weird audio levels with my microphone. Let me try and bump up this, bump up the volume here just a little bit. Hopefully that helps. Just a tad. Also, hopefully it doesn't like blow out your eardrums. So I'm playing I'm playing and I'm not going to be yelling that much by the way. This isn't like the, the Cowboys aren't playing my voice by the way was shot this morning. It was so sore. It wasn't like I had lost it. I've I, I don't think I've ever lost my voice by either do like, like by doing anything. Like and I've screamed a lot, but I've always woken up sometimes with like a really really sore voice. And yesterday was the exact same thing. I played. I you know I streamed not streamed, but I podcasted for three hours. Yelled my behind off during the first ten, and that was like you know that that set the tone for the podcast. But I also kind of like, there's this one part where Dak threw, threw that beautiful ball to Michael Gallup and the audio just was like, just terrible. But I definitely want to get the audio down. It's just like, this is kind of one of the, mo the more boring aspects of podcasting and, and that's like getting the audio right. Because I do specific stuff that, you know, I won't really get into that much. But it's just, I move around a lot. I move a bunch of crap around a lot. I'm not really stationary. You know, the microphone is like a good foot and a half. Not a foot and a half. It's like a good foot away from me, I would say. Somewhere close to that. Maybe like a foot and a half, foot and a quarter. Maybe like a foot and a half from my mouth. So, I'm not like up its butt. Like, you know how, like you see people have their mic, like just literally directly talking to the microphone. I don't have that type of equipment. You know, I'm balling on a budget here. So I kind of have to like adjust for it. And I also, in my videos, I carry it around like a baby. And I like walk around my room. I don't have, I need one of those like Tyler One mics where, where it's a headset and he gets to like scream in it. It actually has really, really good audio in it. Like, and I was listening to PewDiePie, and he was like, yeah, I, uh, like, I bought a, a, a Blue Yeti, and I was I was so excited for it. I was like, yes, I finally have a real mic. And and here comes PewDiePie just dropping some huge game on YouTubers. He's like, I don't know why people have the Blue Yeti. You, It's pretty much like a, 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 um, a, a studio booth type of microphone where you have to have insulation and all that other stuff. Sorry for honking the horn. And he's like, this microphone, the mi the headset that he was wearing was so much better. And I was like, yeah, the audio actually is way better on the headset than it is on my on my Blue Yeti. Because you're picking up the audio. You're picking up the, the echo. I know you are. Because I, I, I listened to it yesterday. How many of these stupid things do I have to? Okay. I think I may have, like, one more left to do. One more of these races. I, uh, I, I just turned off the audio when it comes to the speeches. I could care less. I'm like, you're not giving me anything important. I was so pissed off. I'm like, oh, man. I, uh, God, I hate this stuff. I was thinking, because I'm going to make a video about Need for Speed Payback, and I was like, what's the worst thing about this game? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this. It's the off-road driving. 
I don't know if it's the way that I've tuned my car. I don't know if it's the way that I'm driving. I don't think, like, I, pretty much how I drive off-road is the exact same way that I drive on, like, the streets, which may be a problem. But I feel like it shouldn't. I feel like the mechanics should still be the same. But my car, hold on. I, yeah, it's definitely something that I did with the, um, with the car. Because it's freaking drifting all over the place. It's like, it's coming in and out of drifts, and I'm like, I can't control the drift and it's just sliding all over the place i'm like so it's definitely something that i've done to the car but definitely off-road even though i did something terrible to the car off-road is still the worst event ever ever because even when i had my car in like a decent state when it came to off-road driving i have like two more after this race let me do um, power stealing, steering. Let me go with heavy grip balance. Let me go with more balance. Let me see how it grips now. Let me see how it drives. It's pretty much, that's actually way better. Okay. Like that's kind of manageable. Hold on. The issue is, is that it's hard for me to, like, control the car whenever I'm not going, like, at, at really, really high speeds, like, over 100 miles. But, yeah, this is, this is probably as good as it's going to get. When it comes to off-road driving, when it comes to, like, the control of the car, which I feel like I shouldn't have to be like, yeah, let me, let me readjust all of this stuff with my car. And you, you want to know the stupid thing about this game? And I, and I had this thought when I was kind of just, like, thinking about the game. Because sometimes, because sometimes I just like to sit around and think about video games. And this was kind of, like, one of those times I was like, man, like, wouldn't it have been cool and wouldn't, have, wouldn't it have been better if they just were like, you know what? We're just going to have the player have different types of, like, wheels with different events. And we're going to be able to, like, you're going to be able to tune and customize different cars the ways that you want instead of having to just like buy a completely new car which makes absolutely no sense to me why it's like why would you buy a completely new car it's like wouldn't just better tires literally be the solution to this issue like off-road tires where they're you know literally designed for off-road driving i don't know just a thought instead of buying these like cars that can be driven both on the road and off-road and really there's no like there's no determining factor for it let me go ahead and start this race <clears throat> so today i was um let me actually turn off the sound because i'm kind of done talking about the game i may actually have to uh To talk about oh now yeah you're not gonna hear anything pretty much hopefully uh, I, I i was getting some like some weird audio so i kind of just wanted to make sure that i wasn't like that the engine wasn't talking over me or i wasn't talking over it i may actually have to turn off elgato because of how like freaking hard my computer is running right now but i um yeah i, I was thinking about that this er this morning i was thinking about the uh 
the whole nature of the game when it came to the different cars and the different ways that you play the game. And I was just like, I kind of just wish, by the way, the wind howling is the game. If you can hear it, I kind of just wish that they had, instead of like just completely being lazy and just trying to be like, Oh yeah, let's just have all of these new cars or the same cars in the same events or in different events. I wish that you could really, really customize your car to kind of be like a jack of all trades instead of just, you know, having this one car for every event that just, uh, just doesn't make sense to me. And it's really, really pissing me off because this challenger or charger would haul ass on the streets, man. This is a freaking monster of a vehicle and I'm driving it off freaking road and it's just like, uh, it sucks dick has over a thousand horsepower. I cannot express how much of a monster this car is. And it's like, it, it can't go fast. It, it cannot go fast because it's driving on a dirt road. And even in, and by the way, I, I fixed it, but the prevailing issue is that sometimes you're like, you're just going and your car just like feels like you're driving on ice randomly. That's the issue is that like you just start driving on ice, not on like solid ground. Get me. Oh my. Like every single time I see the tarmac, like seeing any type of asphalt, I'm like, thank God, get me off of this terrible terrain. Put me back on the asphalt where I can actually run free. And it's like, nope, we're going to take you back. We're going to tease you. We're going to put you back on this freaking dirt patch for no apparent reason. Why, by the way? Why And I'm driving in this like, oh my God, I'm driving like where you constantly have to drift and drifting in and out of turns on dirt patches. And these, and these are some freaking tight ass corners that you have to drift in. So you can't like, you, you, you can't go stupidly high speeds. Like you can drift at stupidly high speeds if you have a really, really like really, really good car in the city and by stupidly high speeds, I mean, you can go like 170, 180 miles and you can just book it, man, in the streets and you, you won't hit anything. You, I've done it before. I've, I love the racing events because of that reason. Like you can seriously just get a lot of drift in and have a lot more fun when it comes to the racing, when it comes to street racing over this garbage dirt crap like i cannot wait to get off of this god dang like just this this gameplay it sucks i oh i you know what let me switch topics before i like blow a gasket i don't i, I always say i don't necessarily like to be negative but it's so frustrating when you lose a race because you lose traction of your car because you never had traction on your car because in in the most frustrating freaking thing seeing the a the ai handle these turns like a freaking dream like they're just driving on they're just using oh my god i gotta restart the race oh jesus the worst thing easily is seeing the ai just take these turns as if they're driving on asphalt and you're driving on this shitty ass terrain like this this playing this stretch of gameplay is the reason why i'm not going to replay this game like, I kid you not, this this is actually ruining the game for me. Like, 
it sucks because there's a lot of fun aspects with the racing, with the car racing and, and in the streets. But God, like, I, I cannot stand street, not street, but these stupid dirt races. They're so bad. You cannot drive like a car driver. And and I, the uh, the event that I had finally won, I had gotten like the luck. And I knew that I was like, this is pretty much just going to be about luck. Like it's all going to be about whether or not all of these cars have this like stupid accident where all of them just get thrown so far out of the race where I pretty much get to take the turns in these really, really like slow and methodical ways. And I'm not great at the game. I understand I'm not like phenomenal, but it's like if you give me a high performing car, I can drift. I can drift really well, you know, well enough to win races, but it's like, I, I can't do that on this road when the roads are just randomly icy. Like you slip and slide everywhere in this car, man. Coming in and out of your turns, coming in and out of drifts, it just, it just sucks. It's just like, it makes you so fucking frustrated because every single time I lose one of these, one of these races. And by the way, they are in the worst designed areas where there's so many invisible walls in the area that you sometimes just hit something that you don't even see because it's not there because of invisible walls. That's like, I, I cannot tell you how many races I've lost just because I've hit, specifically in this event, in the dirt, just because I've hit some arbitrary invisible wall that I, you know, obviously I couldn't see and now I'm like, now I have to, now my car resets and they're just going like a hundred miles because again, the AI takes turns like a dream. And now they've given up, they've given, now they've been given, excuse me, such a head start and such a lead that it's like, I would pretty much have to be like going 120, 130 miles constantly throughout this, this drive. And it's like, there's no freaking way I can do that. There's no way. So I'm like, I just better restart. That's literally why I had to restart either once or twice already on the podcast just because of how badly I just had to like how how much of a deficit I lost I had and the, you want to know the stupid freaking thing about this this stupid stupid event in racing in in the race event where you race on street and on asphalt if I got behind I could get ahead I could catch up like I could legitimately catch up even in a, even in like a lower power level, like 30, 40 points below, I could catch up. But in this event, I can't catch up because of how stupid the freaking roads are. So I'm going to stop being stupidly negative. By the way, I'm going to win this race. Want to know why? Because I have a stupid advantage. Like there's no way they're catching up with me. There's absolutely no way. Let me turn off my beats because they're kind of hot. Or not hot, but um, they're on and there's no sound coming through them. Let me um let me also turn on my AC so that way my computer is it seriously Elgato that's doing that? I think it is. Hold on. It's OBS and it's Elgato. Okay. Oh Jesus. Let me uh let me turn off. Let me turn on the AC. Let me try and get it as cool as I possibly can in this room. Ah, so I'm gonna stop talking about the obnoxious behavior of 
dirt racing because that definitely doesn't interest you, especially if you can hear it. Let me turn it back on here so that way you can hear it. Hopefully, I'm not necessarily... Hopefully, this stuff doesn't necessarily blow out your ears or I have to yell over it or something. Uh, excuse me. There we go. But I do like the overall car sound, you know... Oh my god, I'm about to reset. And I and the game freaking reset me. Oh my god. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So let me uh, let me look at my list of topics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown. Guy does not know when to quit. Antonio Brown of the Oakland Raiders is now saying he doesn't want to play and he's missing out on practices because of a helmet issue now I, I like I get it he wants his helmet but it's like bro you gotta go to work you know what I mean like like I don't know what's what's going on with Antonio Brown like Antonio Brown I don't under, I don't think he understands how close he is to being like straight up out of this league like he is about to just be gone and no one's going to no one's gonna pick him up and he's one of the best receivers in my generation. He's like, it's so weird. It's like, it's not weird. Wide receivers are divas. I'm like, it's so weird. This guy's a diva. And it's like, oh, wait, he plays the diva position. But it's like the best wide receivers. Like, um, like Randy Moss. Maybe not Randy Moss as much, but definitely T.O. and now Antonio. They have just been absolute headaches. For the teams around them that for the teams that have to manage it for the teams that have to manage them like they are absolute freaking nightmares and i'm just like you guys are the two best wide receivers literally in the nfl and you guys can't catch a freaking break because you guys are are worried about how much money or not how much money but antonio's like all right i'm i'm going to you know i i, I don't want to practice because of my helmet it's like, bro, you're not getting the helmet back. Just go to practice. If you either, and now you have Mike Mayock, the GM of the uh, of the New York, not the New York, excuse me, of the Raiders. He's like, bro, you're either in or out. We've accommodated you. We've been with it. We understand, like, we understand your grievances. But at the same token, like, you got to come in. You got to go to work. And I could not agree with Mike Mayock more. I'm like, Antonio, you're screwing yourself here. It's like you either want the 30 million plus that you're going to get from playing in the next couple of years or you don't. I'm back on freaking smooth ground and oh, this baby is purring. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to shut her off. I'm going to shut her off. I'm going to turn her back on. I'm going to shut her off. She's off. Listen to how she comes alive when I start her back up. Oh man. I love me some muscle car. But Antonio, it's like, bro, you you're screwing yourself here. Come on, man. I I I just wish that either I, I'm with my Mike Mayock. I wish he would either quit or he would like go all in. Like, you gotta have it one or two ways, bro. Just go all in. Just come to practice. Come to practice. 
Oh, am I in a am I in an event? I think I am, I don't know. I gotta do four laps around this. So this car, by the way, the car that I'm racing off against, he has better performance than mine. But he's not gonna win. Wanna know why he's not gonna win? Because we're driving on asphalt. That's why it's not gonna win. He has like 40. We're kind of driving on asphalt. Now we're driving on a dirt patch. Ugh. I'm like, just as when I thought we were supposed to have fun. I think I can still beat him. I just gotta, like, I didn't realize this wasn't the, the map that we're driving on. My car is acting a fool right now. You know what I call my challenger? My charger? Wanna know what I call her? I give her something nice, something sweet. I call her Daisy. I call her Daisy. Wanna know why I call her Daisy? I don't know. It seemed like a good name to give her. But, like, I feel like I can beat this guy. I'm not that far behind. Wanna know why? Like, like we're not driving in this stupid terrain. Like, finally. Yes, I can finally beat this guy. I'm right on his ass. He's right in front of me. His car is 50 levels ahead of me. This is barely 300. He's like 350. I have four laps. I'm probably not going to beat him on this. I'm like, I, I feel like I can beat him. I'm like, I'm probably not going to beat him. Maybe a little bit too far ahead. We'll see. Aaron, come on. Oh, I got his ass now. Oh, I'm on his ass. He ain't going nowhere. I want to hit him. Let's hit his ass. Gotta take these stupid turns. I'm going 140. This is what racing's all about. Get over. Bye, bitch. Made him crash. He ain't going nowhere. First now, his behind isn't going nowhere. So, let me let me go back to Antonio. Antonio Brown, I just wish he would wish he would make a make a decision, make a decision. You either want to be with the team, you either want to quit. Hey, I get it. Yeah, grievances with the NFL, not necessarily Raider decisions, not necessarily Raider Nation fault. But it's like, they need to know if Antonio is going to be trusted. And the reason why they're so frustrated is because it's like, we have to evaluate other guys. And most importantly, we have to evaluate our quarterback. Like Derek Carr, his head may be on the chopping block this year. If he doesn't perform, a lot of people like him. I don't understand why. He may be, he's, he's a nice guy. Derek's a nice guy. But you know what they say about nice guys. They finish last sometimes. In fact, they finish last all the time. I'm about to lose this. I gave up the... I gave... This is like... You want to throw your... I can't do anything. I, I'm out of NOS. I can't catch up. This is like one of those moments where you want to throw your controller on the ground. I had his ass for... I literally had that bitch ass for the entirety of the second... Of the... Like the third lap. And then I just freaking... Just hit something again. Invisible walls. This guy freaking... Freaking comes out of nowhere. Then frickin' 
gets me on the last lap, on like the last thousand yards of the race. I kick his ass out, out, out the freaking race. That would pretty much be an automatic win for me. But because he has a better car than me, it's like, and he's the CPU, he somehow respawns in the map. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Fine. I'm like, I pretty much have to restart. I've lost. When I do it to him, he's like, oh, wait, I still have a chance. And not only do I have a chance, but I'm going to win it. Pretty good race, though. Neck, neck and neck. Anyways, with Antonio, they, they got to evaluate their quarterback their team like maybe like they they traded up when they traded Amari Cooper make no mistake about it Dallas as a Dallas Cowboy fan I'm very very excited but when I heard that Pittsburgh was looking to trade Antonio and we had Amari Cooper I was like whew maybe we should go after Antonio but now it's like they paid him all that money and it's like remember what happened to Dez they paid him all that money too we're, we, we paid for it literally until the end of last year. So I'm not, I'm not with paying big diva receivers. And by the way, I'm all about coaching staff. Like, a lot of people are about, like, a lot of other stuff in the NFL. I'm all about the coaching staff, you know. I think that's where you start off with. If you have a good coach, I think you can win a whole bunch of football games. Despite the team, you know. The coach usually if he's a good coach, can elevate the team. Look at Sean McVay. Even though his team, his team was fully loaded and he made going to the Super Bowl, winning, not maybe not going to the Super Bowl, but definitely winning the regular season, pretty much made it look effortless. Effortless. But he had help. He had the best pass rusher in the league. He had the top three running back. He went to the Super Bowl. Jason Garrett, same thing pretty much. I think he has the best running back in the league, one of the best pass wrestlers in the league. Guess where he's going? Getting out in the divisional round of the playoffs yet again. Jason Garrett, Coach Clapp, I don't know why. Like, I, the thing that frustrates me sometimes about people who are in the media is they always talk about what Jason Garrett does for the team. Like, the fact that he has an award for Coach of the Weird Year makes no sense to me. It should always be Bill Belichick or Sean McVay. I'm like, am I seriously about to lose this race again? This guy overtook me again on the last leg. I'm about to ram this dude off the road. I'm going to cheat to win. Let's go. Let's go, Daisy. So Jason Garrett has an elite-level running back, an elite-level pass rush. If Bill Belichick had those two things, we're talking multiple Super Bowl appearances. It doesn't even matter what era. Multiple Super Bowl appearances very, very easily. We've seen multiple Super Bowl appearances and victories with an elite running back and an elite defensive defensive guy. Or, in his case, defensive guys. He's always had Hall of Famers, Ty Law, Mariucci, whatever his name is, Mariardi, something Italian. I'm about to lose this, this damn race again. Not today, bitch. Here I come. Oh, baby, I got you now. I got you now. Later, baby. Later, Dana. Later, later. No. 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 He beat me over the hole. Oh, my freaking God. He beat me on the last 400 yards. Oh, my God. That's so frustrating. 
Like these last two races, like one, like I hit something at the end, like, and I had, and I, I was drifting. He was coming in from behind me onto my right, and I turned into him into the drift. So I had hit him as I had come in from the drift, and I'm like, boom! I've won! I've won! There's no way he can speed past me. He's lost speed because he hit me coming into the drift. And I'm like, there's no way. And he just, I hit something. I lost a crap ton of speed. And then, I'm beating him now. Third time's the charm. Anyways, with head coaches, I'm a head coach guy, you know? I believe in head coaches more than I believe in players. This isn't the NFL, this isn't the NBA, you know, where you got a bunch of players. It's like, all right, you got players. Can they play? Oh, his ass is gone. I think he's gonna lose this game. He is so far behind me right now. I don't want to jinx it yet. I still got three more laps to go. Ooh, baby. Is he so far behind? But when it comes to NFL, it's all about the coaches. It's not about the players. Look at the Patriots. They don't have a lot of top tier players at their respective positions. Pretty much besides Brady, really that's it. So when I look at guys like Sony Michelle, they stole him in the first round. I have no idea how he fell that far. Sony Michelle. I was like, if, if he falls to Dallas, Dallas should 100% drafted him. But no, they drafted Leighton. Pretty good pick. Pretty good pick. But um, I was like, wow. I was like, they, they, got, they got one of the best running backs in the draft late in the first round. My opinion, I thought he was a top 15 pick. I was like, this dude could literally go anywhere play anywhere i think i just lapped this dude i think i just lapped him i think i've lapped him i think i've definitely done it there's no way he can win after getting lapped third lap one more to go let's go baby let's go where are you going you ain't winning this you ain't about to get away with nothing so with sony and with the patriots i'm like it's all Bill Belichick all the time. It's not. It's not a whole lot of. Oh, okay. We need. We need this one guy. It is Brady as well. Make no mistake. Tom Brady has obviously been one of those guys for the Patriots. But I look at what the Patriots do, and I'm like, why aren't teams stealing what they do? Right. Three deep at the running back position, getting the ball out super quickly. Like the the interesting thing, and I was watching some era, uh, some Arizona, some Atlanta football a couple of nights ago on um, on Friday or Thursday, whenever they played. The interesting thing about the Cliff Kingsbury offense, he's trying to get the ball out of Murray's hands real quick. It's not like he's having Murray just drop back, hold, 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 have him throw it. Murray is getting the ball out within three seconds. Very, very Brady-esque in that sense, in the sense that he, he's got to get this ball out or else he's going to get hit. And, and the the interesting thing about it is that it's very, very true. Like, he's got to get the ball out quick or else, you know, he's... Like, his offensive line has gotten beat, beat, beat badly in the preseason. Like, you would think that it's the second team offensive lineman that Kyler Murray is playing with. Just beat him. Lapped his ass, too. Lady Gator. I'll see you later. What just happened? I lapped you. I lapped you. Give me my award. Don't you dare crash on me. If this game crashes on me, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a spaz attack. I'm looking at a black screen right now. The cops are here. Okay. Okay. I was like, don't you dare freaking 
but they're invisible. That just came out of my controller. Hold on. Just gonna do that instead. Okay, so the cops are here. No idea how they're here. <clears throat> but I saw Murray playing. I liked what I saw. Ah, I fucking hate cops in this fucking game. They're so fucking shitty. They are so garbage. I'm gonna talk about the cops after I talk about Murray. And I'm in this... Oh, man. And of course, the cops, they hit like freaking kamikaze pilots. And I'm in this freaking obnoxious car. Don't you dare have me drive off-road like I'm some type of degenerate. Alright, that's kind of cool. But, um, Murray, Murray has been all about really, really getting Cliff Kingsbury and... I'm like, why, why, I'm like, why am I still in fourth? Get me out of fourth. Put me in fifth. Have it on automatic. Maybe I should have it on, on, on stick shit. Anyways. I'm like, Murray has always, Murray has always impressed me. And he has, he has taken, I won't say a liking, but he has taken to that new offense that he's running, which is pretty much like a high school or a college offense that he's just, I mean, he's teaching Larry, Larry Fitzgerald stuff. Larry Fitzgerald is like the oldest running back in the league, one of the best, too. Like, how does this dude, and he's like, Larry Fitzgerald, he, he's teaching him how to run the offense. God damn it. These damn cops in this game, I hate, I hate the whole, let me freaking turn off the police scanner. Because I don't need to hear any of this shit. So stupid. The police are so terribly designed. So if you've never played Need for Speed, what happens is, is that cops spawn and run into your car at like 200 miles via rubber banding, right? So what rubber banding is, pretty much the game is going to lose AI cars, right? It's going to lose cars because of, you know, you're driving in the streets, you're, you're, your car is going super... Super fast, whatever the reason is, you, the the AI loses cars. So what it has to do to compensate for those lost cars is it has to randomly spawn cars at 200 miles right in front of you, right on the opposite end of the road. So they're coming at you at 200 miles, and you have to avoid them, or else you're going to get hit with these stupidly fast cars, and they're just going to just destroy you. It's not fun at all. And in this game, unlike in other Need for Speed games where your escape route was all up to you, you could plan what you wanted to do. Am I about to get kill switched? God, I hate cops in this game. Unlike in the original Need for Speed games, you would have the ability to be able to just drive anywhere that you wanted and lose the cops however you wanted. But in this game, it's like, oh wait, no, you don't have that option. You literally have to fo follow this arbitrary trail that the developers have made for you, and they all suck, and they're always, always, always the worst ways. They're always the longest ways you could think of. And so you have to take these convoluted, long ways to get from point A to point B, and it's like, I should be able to, dic to dictate where I wanna go when it comes to some of these races or some of these cops. It's like, bro, I'm getting freaking head hunted by these damn cops. Let me find my own path out of it. 
And they don't. They never do. And it sucks. It sucks donkey balls. Because you gotta deal with this shit. You gotta deal with these motherfuckers. That's these motherfuckers. And their damn cop cars is trying to ram you off the road 24-7. And I absolutely hate it. I was watching the uh, the Viking game. <clears throat> the Vikings game today. I was very, very happy with um with what I saw from Dan Bailey. And you know what? When we let go of Dan Bailey last year, I was for Brett Maher. I was like, Dan Bailey was really that bad? Dan Bailey was so bad that we had like like a guy who's missing easy kicks in the preseason. That's who we're going with? Turns out Dan Bailey is still Dan Bailey. He's still incredibly accurate at the uh, at the kicking position. You know how like Dan Bailey, not Dan Bailey, Brett Maher. Sometimes he just uh, sometimes he just miss he he makes it, but it's in between the pylon, not the pylons, the uh, the goalposts. But it's not necessarily it's not as clean as Dan Bailey. Meaning that it's not like in the center of the uh, the goalposts. It's like to the left, to the right. It's not. It's not where you would exactly want it to be, you know, for perfection. And then I saw Dan Bailey, and I was like, oh, yeah, Dan Bailey's Dan Bailey. And Jason Bleepin' frickin' Garrett, I want to punt him across a football field. Jason Bleepin' Garrett is like, I'm not going to let Dan... I'm going to try and outsmart the kicker, right? I'm going to try and be Bill Belichick, even though I'm not Bill Belichick, right? So he decides, let me cut Dan Bailey and go with this guy no one's even heard of who played in the Canadian League... And let me go ahead and sign him to a multi-million dollar contract and get him on the team. And then let's let's roll with him for a season. And we all know what happened with Maher. All right, he misses he misses short, but he makes big. You know what I like a, a kicker to do? Do your freaking job. Hashtag Bill Belichick. Do your freaking job. How are you going to sign a contract with a punter who misses the short yardage situations? Like, I, I cannot tell you. Hold on. Everyone wants to talk about how many plays Dak Prescott has left out on the football field via not scoring in the red zone. You want to talk via touchdown, of course. You want to talk about missed opportunities? Look at freaking Brett Maher and his 30-yard miss himself. Jesus Christ, man. I got to restart. I'm not going to beat this guy. <clears throat> this guy. This guy was missing 30-yard punts. Not punts, but kicks. Missing 30-yard kicks last season and this season in the preseason. And I'm like, I look at Dan Bailey right through the center of the goalpost, and I'm like, Mr. Automatic is back once again. Freaking Jason Garrett should have punted his behind out of Dallas. So miffed. Because now the Vikings, they have their guy, and we're trying to look for our guy. And it's just like, you dog nabbit Jason. Because people were like, Dan Bailey's got the yips. Dan Bailey's got the yips. And it's like the dude's been hurt for the past two seasons. But Dan Bailey's got the yips. Well, what the hell does Brett Maher have? I'm like, why the hell did we get rid... Like, as soon as I had heard we had gotten rid of Brett Ma uh, Dan Bailey for a guy I'd never even heard of, I'm like, that does not sound correct at all. Everyone was happy if he hit an extra point. He was missing extra points. All right, he hit a 63-yard field goal. Great job, Maher. 
Man, Dan Bailey was so fucking awesome, man. He, he was so great. You want to talk about getting excited about a punter or a kicker? It was Dan Bailey, man. Dan Bailey was so freaking awesome. Now we get Brett freaking Maher. Jesus Christ. Chris Jones. Dan Bailey. Brett Maher. Oh, God. Or excuse me, Chris Jones and Dan Bailey were like my guys. I was like, I that was pretty much the only side of the ball that I never had to worry about week in and week out. Like, everyone wants to talk about, well, I don't have to worry about the defense or the offense. It's like, I literally never had to worry about the special teams. Now I'm like, is Brett Maher going to land a freaking 30-yard extra point field goal? And the answer is sometimes no. That's how bad he sucks. <gasps> this guy's stuck. No, he's not. He fucking broke free. This is one of the most... This is the dumbest race I've ever experienced, ever. What is the point of this race? This is... This is a bad off-road... Like, course. Like, I'm driving pretty much in, like, an Elway spillway, and there's a bunch of freaking tunnels, and... I, I, I'm not playing this game. I can't play this game anymore. I can't play this. I can't play this shit. I cannot play this fucking shitty-ass game anymore. With its fucking... Like, it's, it's starting to get to a point with the fucking, like, level design that I'm like, I would have to replay this, this same race three to four times, like, fully, and I'm not even completing a quarter of the actual, like, first lap before I'm like, I lost the race. And I play to win. I don't play to lose. So I'm like, I can't play this shit anymore. I'm done. I'm out. Let me close Elgato. My throat is starting to act up full again. Starting to hurt. I cannot play that fucking game anymore. I, I, like, literally this part of the game is so frustrating to play. Because I'm like, if you give me a runner, like, pretty much if you have a 300 power or a power, a 300 level car, that's it. Like, I can do a lot. Like, at that level, drifting at the earlier levels is stupidly hard. Like, if you have a car that's under 100 level rating, forget about it. You're not drifting. But if you have something that's like 250, 300, you're drifting all over the place. You can pretty much drift at like 110, 120 miles an hour. And you're, like, you can really, really start booking it with some cars. But it's like... With that stupid system, with the drifting and with the cars, like, it's just, it's just so frustrating to play the game like that. It's just so frustrating when it's, like, the runner class, they don't play that way. It, the, the runners, they don't, the driving, it doesn't work that way. The, um, the racing, the racers, they don't work that way when it comes to drifting and driving and stuff like that. It's only off-road. And I'm playing this final map, and I'm like, you have these tight-ass corridors with these shitty-ass terrain, and my car is sliding everywhere, and it's like if I hit these tubes, these concrete steel pipes, like, I'm, that I have, to, that I can also drive through, it's over. It's over. I can't play this game tonight. I can't. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I cannot do that. I don't have the patience for it. Wake me up in a couple of hours and we'll see. I love Need for Speed, but it's like this part, it's not worth 
like playing and getting the drift. It's like, I would rather just drive around in the end game than have to replay the entire story ever again. Which by the way, I don't care about the story whatsoever. I literally have like skipped cutscenes, which I very, very rarely do in gaming. So I'm, I'm just very, very not happy with the game currently. Just like how I'm not happy with freaking Jason Garrett cutting Dan Bailey for freaking Brett Maher. Dan Bailey plays Dallas this year. I wish he was on our team, man. And the kick was perfect. I saw him kick for the Vikings tonight. He, he, he was perfect. His kicks were perfect. And I was like, why are we cutting Dan Bailey for a guy named Brett Maher when Dan Bailey was obviously hurt last season, which is why he was missing time and missing field goals. And then Jason Garrett was like, we got to let him go. Or Jerry Jones was like, we got to let him go. And I'm like, you guys are killing us. We could have won some of the games or we could have been in better positioning. Like in the Philadelphia Eagles game in Dallas, Brett Maher missed like a 30-yard field goal. Like that's unacceptable as a kicker. You cannot do that as a kicker. That's like Dak Prescott missing a handoff. Like Dak somehow fumbles the handoff. Not even the throw, but the handoff, right? That's like Zeke standing in the backfield as the ball is being hiked and not running towards the towards the quarterback. Not taking the handoff, just running towards the quarterback. The 30-yard field goal is automatic for every single kicker in the league. Like I, I mean, it, or at least it should be. You know, it's a layup. It is the layup in the league. The reason why we say why we say touchdown and we kind of like like pretty much the the extra point is a ceremony it's like all right you know th this this really doesn't matter you know it's like jesus christ i look at i look at what garrett does and this is another guy who's available for um for being hired so just in case if james slater wants to know any quarterbacks who are available within the past four years that easily could have replaced jason garrett Add Gary Kubiak to that list. You know, guy who was, um, I think, Super Bowl winning head coach with um, with the Broncos back in 2015. I think he was, you know, he had histories with it. He had, a, you know, some health scares here and there, so he had to stop coaching, and now he's back playing for the Vikings. There's another guy that, you know, we could have gotten instead of having Jason Garrett, just in case if someone wants to say anything about Jason Garrett being on the team and whatever, I don't know. Let me cut off the lights. I was um, I was doing a lot of editing with the lights off. And what I noticed very, very quickly on is that I have, you know, I, I, I have the, uh, the solar, the solar powered, not the solar powered, but the, the sensitive light, the, like the blue light filter thing on my computer. So it just automatically kind of dims the screen and everything just starts to really, really like be really really nice and you know i have and not an rgb lit keyboard a backlit keyboard it's pretty much just white and i also have a, uh, a mouse with some lights on it the, the the lights on the mouse are more obnoxious than anything um but you know i can see everything and i was like i was getting tired i was getting sleepy it was a good type of sleep it was like oh this is why like this is what your eyes are supposed to be doing at this time they're supposed to be in very very low light situations and 
I like I enjoyed it. I thought I wasn't going to be able to read stuff. I need to get a lamp or a light or something like that. But we'll see. We'll see. But I was editing and I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm ready to go to sleep right now. Speaking of going to sleep, um, I'll kind of end with the Dak and the Zeke situation really, really quickly. So there's this new statistic. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, I'll save the uh, the Dak thing for tomorrow. I'll save it for tomorrow. Ooh, I'm a tease. I'll save it for tomorrow. I uh, I kind of want to go to bed. Kind of want to go to sleep really, really soon. Um, I'll I'll end with this. So the uh, the flopper, Kyle Johnson. Let me move my microphone. Let me scoot closer to it. The flopper, Kyle Johnson, talking about you know how he he Ezekiel Elliott got blasted, obliterated, whatever his stupid terminology was at the time. This guy is like he he needs to owe me a sincere apology. <laughs> You know, just absolutely sounding like he has a dick in his mouth, pretty much. Absolute moron. Um, turns out, this moron, and again, and I said yesterday this is going to be the last time that I talk about this. I actually didn't think that the extortion that he was, I, I felt like Zeke was getting extorted. I'm like, this, is, this isn't a, this isn't about an apology. This is about money. And as soon as he's like, I want a sincere apology from Ezekiel Elliott. I'm like, bullshit. You want his money. You're, you're, you know, like he was talking about how the NFL didn't punish him. And I'm like, you wanted money. That's what you wanted to make this go away. So for starters, this absolute freaking dickhead is in a picture on the front page of TMZ's article, which by the way, great job TMZ that you didn't print any type of a retraction and saying that, you know, Zeke didn't do this. When uh, when he said that Zeke had pushed him, which is absolute bullshit, but you have this moron and Ezekiel Elliott in a photograph together, which I would assume would have been the the final thing. So they took a picture together. They're both smiling. This absolute fucking moron is pointing to Zeke, and you know it's like, all right, copacetic. They're cool. Da 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 da. da. It turns out. Uh, police docs show Kelly emailed Zeke's attorneys just days after the altercation with at least 14 things he wanted from the running back to stay quiet on the incident, including $500,000 cash. Not like a check written, but a cash, you know, cash. He wanted straight grass. The list of demands featured a public apology from his Elliot, which he got, by the way. So at least, like, Zeke's trying to be accommodating. He's like, I, I, I had... I had apologized for you. But remember, it's not about the apology. It's all about money. So the list the list of demands featured a public apology from Elliot, a press conference with Elliot and Kyle. That's not going to fucking happen, you absolute dickhead. You should have taken the apology and gone with it. You should have taken your 15 minutes of fame, you flopper. $25,000 for the junior college football team Kyle played for you absolute shithead, and signed jerseys for Zeke from, excuse me, Zeke, Amari Cooper, and Dak Prescott. This little shithead. The demands list also included, among other things, tickets. Where's where's the actual fucking list? Hey, TMZ. Hey, TMZ. Next time when you have stuff like this, 
actually release the actual list so that way I don't have to go off of your disgusting word of mouth because I don't trust any of you people at DMZ. The demands list also included, among several other things, tickets to Cowboys games, both home and road, Ohio State games, and a meet and greet with Jerry Jones and his son. Police docs show one of Elliot's attorneys responded to Kelly's email with a phone call, and Kelly claims in that conversation, the attorney told him what he was doing was extortion, which is 100% extortion. According to the docs, Kelly said after that conversation, he decided to take Kyle's story to the public. Who's Kelly again? Is it his dad? Yeah, it's his stupid fucking dad. His bitch bet, his bitch son, and the fucking cunt dad. Fucking cunts, man. Kelly is the dad. The bitch son is Kyle. Bitch, like, like the fucking dad is is trying to fucking negotiate. This this is why he doesn't have a fucking license in in California anymore, because he's trying to extort people. Yeah, let me let me get five hundred thousand dollars cash. That doesn't sound shady at all. Twenty five grand for his son's fucking football team, which probably is shit. A press conference with Ezekiel Elliott and Kyle signed jerseys from. What a shithead this dad is. What a pussy these two son. What what two pussies these guys are. How did they procreate with another female? Is another. How did the dad procreate with a female? Is it? It's beyond my imagination. According to the docs. Kelly said, after that conversation, he decided to take Kyle's story to the public, allowing Kyle to do an interview with a Los Angeles TV station on May 28th. Kelly and File eventually filed a criminal report or complaint, excuse me, against Elliot over the incident. But according to the docs, prosecutors felt they could not move forward with charges against 24-year-old Ezekiel Elliot. I wonder why. Maybe it's because the guys that are accusing him of, uh, of, of assault are trying to also extort him as well. I don't know. Maybe that's it. There's more. In the docs, Kyle admits Elliot not only apologized to him after shoving him, which he fucking didn't, you fucking shitheads at TMZ. Fix that shit. You're making it sound like Ezekiel Elliott shoved him, which he absolutely didn't. This is why I hate TMZ, because it's like they're a kind of reputable source with this type of stuff, but I would actually like to see the actual email. I would rather have to sift through the email than sift through this belligerent article. <clears throat> After shoving him, which he didn't, during the May incident, he gave him a hug and take and took a picture with him. But fucking TMZ, you fucking bastards, didn't fucking put that in your fucking YouTube video, didn't you? Did you? No, you fucking didn't, you shitheads. I love how they're like, he gave him a hug and took a picture with him. It's like, yeah, he did. And guess what? You guys probably had that information as well. After, and this is, um, this is Zeke, by the way. In an, in an affidavit from Elliot in the docs, he echoes that story saying, I had no intention to push and slash or harm or intimidate Kyle Johnson. By the way, he didn't fucking push him. He flopped like a bitch. After Kyle Johnson fell, which he did, and I was finished speaking with the officers nearby, I immediately apologized to Kyle, and he indicated to me that he was not hurt, which of fucking course he wasn't fucking hurt. Elliot added, we gave each other a hug, and he asked me to take a picture with him, which they have this bitch, this bitch-made cunt, 
with the photo with Zeke, by the way. And they're both smiling. Zeke is smiling. They're chilling. They look nice. You know, they look like they're getting along is what I should have said. And it's like, who knows this bitch made boy? You know what? He's from California, so he's used to backstabbing. In Texas, that shit. In fucking, fucking in Boston and fucking New York, that guy would have been murdered. Maybe I'm going a little bit too dark. <laughs> Maybe not murdered, but just freaking. He would have caught a fade. As they would say in the hood. He would have caught a major fade there. We've reached out to Kelly regarding the docs, but so far, no word back. This is the bitch's father. I wonder why he's not responding to TMZ's calls. As for Zeke's camp, when reached by phone Friday, they declined to comment on the matter. Elliot is currently holding out. All right, we, we don't need you you people anymore. Uh. So that's the last time that I'm going to talk about it. I thought that that was pretty relevant information. I hate kind of jumping the gun with certain stuff, but I felt like that was kind of relevant information that Ezekiel Elliott didn't, uh, wasn't going to get charges pressed against him by the LAPD. So that makes, what, three police departments that aren't going to charge him, specifically because of uh, extortion, probably. They were probably looking at the emails and they were like, fuck, man, this is extortion. This is fucking extortion. Ezekiel Elliott has ground to counter sue this bitch. 100% he does. Which is why he's like, we're not, which is why the, the, I, I loved it whenever people were like, we have to wait and see what the police department are going to do. The police department isn't going to press charges against him because this guy's a cunt. That's why they're not going to press charges against him. He's a lonely bitch made cunt with a father who doesn't have a fucking license to practice, uh, legality. What's it called? Lawyering. I don't know what it is. I'm not a fucking lawyer. I don't fucking give a shit about this shit. All I care is about is whether or not Zeke can play. Which 100% he can play, of course. But enough of that. Hey, it's checkout time. As the song says, we gotta go. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Very, very vulgar at the end. I didn't mean it to be vulgar. It's just... I hate it whenever people are freaking liars and they try and freaking say like, oh yeah, I'm not a liar. I'm not a liar. I didn't lie. I didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, yes, you did. You absolutely did. You fucking liar. Him and his liar and his bitch father. Sorry, you can find the podcast. And I, I can't even do my outro right. I'm seething at the bits. I may make another podcast tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of information coming out of training camp. Until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time.